This is Save Cell Chanel, episode one. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is going to be the first episode where I share with you the different ways I save and sell on a weekly basis. This is going to be an uncut version. Usually on YouTube, I'm sharing with you the visual aspects of the different ways I save and sell. But for me, I wanted to do a podcast because it's where I go more in depth with you on what I do every week and what my thoughts are, or it's really going to be raw and unedited, just me speaking and sharing. Really, this is going to be an audio journal just to see where I am in the next year. I really want to hold myself accountable. There are going to be five aspects and goals that I have in 2019. The first one is gaining different ways of saving, saving time, money, and the environment in that category, and selling, selling on e-commerce and local apps. And on top of that, I want to go into a minimalist journey, a debt-free journey, and I'll also be going on my weight loss journey. So overall, there are a lot of aspects that I plan on focusing on in 2019, and I felt that creating a podcast is a way that I can go and openly share my thoughts on these different topics. So the first topic that I want to talk about is the saving category. This week, I tried to save a little bit of money. So this is the first week we started in January is the transition from my little staycation. My husband and I stayed in downtown San Antonio for New Year's Eve and then we came back home on New Year's Day. One of the ways that we saved was using a rideshare just because the self-parking and valet parking at the hotel was pretty expensive and we wanted to use that money towards something else whether it was eating out or going to see the sites or shopping for the holidays and we really took advantage of that and really appreciated all that money that we saved so definitely we took a lift and it was about mm, with tip and everything it was like forty dollars all the way from the hotel to where we live in West San Antonio, so it was something that I appreciated the ride share. Um, during the week, uh, another way that I saved money was my husband had some leftovers, and so I used those for my lunch during the week. That helped me because it allowed me to save some time from going out of my office, and also I didn't have to cook any food. And this way I already had, was able to try a dish that I didn't try before. So that was something that I enjoyed and that was one of the ways I saved. In terms of saving the environment, I was able to reuse some Amazon boxes and packaging material for my Poshmark sales. I did have two sales this week and I'll go over that in just a little bit. My husband is really into purchasing items on Amazon. So what I typically do is I'll go and I'll go and keep the boxes stored somewhere and I'll go and use the packages for my eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, or Depop sales. Those are the platforms that I usually use. So I keep them usually folded up either in my office or in my garage.
And going into 2019, I do plan on creating a quote-unquote green inventory system. So in terms of creating an inventory system, instead of purchasing plastic tubs or boxes, what I plan on using are the different boxes that paper reams come in. And those are readily available at my day job. Typically, we'll put them in the recycling bin, but if I keep them and I'll use them as boxes where I can label them and put them in different categories or categorize them by alphabet and number, it will help me to have a more organized system. And also, they're free. They're going to be items that would have been recycled or thrown away otherwise. So at least I'm creating, I'm saving money and I'm saving the environment by reusing boxes that are already available to me. And finally, one of the ways that I saved during our staycation, as I stated before, we use a rideshare program. Um, in addition to save using that, we also went and went on the streets and we took, um, we walked around, we uh, tried to see what restaurants were available. It was much cheaper to walk around than to eat at the hotel. And just like when you're traveling anywhere, it doesn't matter if you're a local or going to a different country. It's always cheaper to eat street food or go to a restaurant instead of staying in a hotel. Everything is marked up just a little bit. Or sometimes it's greatly marked up. Um, in terms of the alcohol or the food at our hotel, it was pretty expensive. Maybe if you're not from San Antonio, the prices were pretty cheap. But if you are living in San Antonio, the prices are much more expensive than if you just went and walked around. There was a coffee shop there, Mexican restaurant, an Asian restaurant. So there were plenty of options. Always look around. Um, the hotel that we stayed at was the Wyndham Hotel on the Riverwalk. And we also stayed at the Weston on the Riverwalk. So we stayed at two hotels, two they're very good accommodation. So and one of the ways that we saved on the second hotel was that we were gifted two night stays at the West Inn. So that was one of the money ways we saved money since we didn't have to pay for any of the hotel stay. In terms of saving thoughts on what I plan on doing, for the following week in terms of saving that I hope I can do is to put away more money towards my debt. I created a journal for, I'm going to create, uh, use the snowball system where, you know, you go and you pay off your debt. That's the smallest. And then once that's paid off, you use your payments from that small credit card into the next one. And then the next one until you, you know, you reach the top of your the most expensive debt or the most the biggest amount of debt that you have and then you start paying that off so that's what I'm plan on doing is the snowball method and I've created a notebook in terms of listing out the different types of debt that I have using a thermometer system to have different uh, check marks or points that once I reach those levels hopefully I'm going to get to the very top where it my debt is paid off so I'm trying to save a lot more things just because I did turn 30 last August and 
I just want to make a change and not be in the same situation where I'm at at 40 and you have to take the steps now so that you can achieve your goals. What, you know, once you have a five-year plan or a 10-year plan, um, you just, this is just one of the ways that I'm going to try to keep myself accountable. And finally, I'm going to move into the next category, which is selling. So for what I sold this week, I sold, I'm really happy because the first item that I sold was a Banana Republic blazer and it sold on Poshmark for $80. The customer didn't um, ask for any discounts or I didn't have to send offer to likers. I just received a notification on my phone that someone just purchased the blazer and I had to get ready to ship it so that I haven't had that in a really long time usually people ask for a discount whether it's on eBay Poshmark Mercari or Depop someone's usually asking for at least free shipping so I was just really happy to start off the year with something that was just purchased for $80 it came out of my closet and so all of that was pretty much pure profit the next milestone that I had was when I sold yesterday, I sold a J. Crew necklace. It was a floral necklace, and I believe I purchased it for $1 and it sold it for $12. Not huge profit margins, but still, I'm trying to move some of my inventory from 2018 out. I'm trying to create a higher ASP. If you don't know what ASP is, it's average sale price. So by getting rid of some of my lower priced inventory, I'm trying to clear out the price points, clear out my pictures, my old pictures and my old inventory. So the milestone that I was able to accomplish by selling that J. Crew necklace was hitting 300 sales on Poshmark, which I know a lot of people they're dedicated to Poshmark, you know, 300 is nothing. I mean, considering that I started in January of 2017, that's really not a lot once you break it down by the months, but I didn't really take Poshmark seriously until 2018. And the reason being was that I was still very much dedicated to eBay and I really didn't know what was going on with Poshmark, whether or not it was going to be a fad or if it was going to be a real thing. And in 2018, I really started to gain more and more sales on Poshmark, even though I was trying to focus everything on eBay. And keep in mind, on eBay, I do have two stores. One is dedicated to women's fashion and the other one is men's fashion. And I try to keep them separate because... On eBay, I'm only allocated on my first account, my main account. Um, that's the one where I do have the, I believe the basic store subscription. I am allocated about uh, 100 listings per month. And then on my second account, it's 50 listings per month. So I try to separate that out because initially I was trying to push for 200 active listings um, in total. Now, I know for a lot of people, 200 listings, active listings is not a lot, but when you have a full-time job and you're trying to work in, in an industry that you did not go to school for, which I went to school for marketing and finance, 
and my day job ended up being in construction i work in metal sales right now and that's a completely different industry i didn't know anything about that so i'm constantly learning every single day um so when you're trying to learn and get better at your main job and you're still also trying to like build another business it is very difficult to try to have a lot of active listings and i try to do as much as i can when i can and that's the best that i could do hopefully in 2019 this year that i'll try to now that i figured out the whole the way poshmark works best for me now i know a lot of people say that sharing other people's closets may be a waste of time or constantly sharing your closet is very time consuming on Poshmark but I really appreciate it because I feel that it gives an equal chance for everyone to rise whether or not it's just a small item in their closet sharing truly is caring so that's why I definitely believe in the sharing method on Poshmark um, over time in 2018 Poshmark grew to be my number one platform even though I was still really hesitant I could have started Poshmark in 2015 when a co-worker told me about it but I was really hesitant on making the jump to use the platform simply because during that time I was still trying to figure out my reseller style or what method was best for me reselling is not something you're gonna learn overnight it's not roses it's not easy it's you're not it's not a quick uh like a you're not going to make money overnight. Like you're not going to become a millionaire overnight. It's just like anything worth having. You need to put in the work to get something out of it. So, and a lot of people think, oh, cool, reselling, you know, turn, get something at the garage sale, flip it. That's great. And, you know, there may be good stuff and there may be one-offs where you flip it for a dollar, flip it for 50, or even get something like for 10 and sell it for 150. But, you know that comes based on your knowledge also on what you have readily available what is your capital that you can invest these are different things that you need to think about when going into reselling it really isn't for everyone and there are a lot of factors that go into it um and also reselling is also dependent on other platforms unless you're doing it locally where you have you're reselling on a Let's say, for instance, you're reselling at um, a flea market or you have your own store, your own shop. It's going to be really difficult to sell on any platforms, especially if it's on e-commerce, because you are really at the mercy of any platform, whether it be eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, Vinted, The Real Real. There's just so many platforms that have come out recently just so that they compete they can compete with amazon now and you know ebay has been there for so long and just like all how netflix was the main streaming source for so long now all of these other streaming sites are coming up the same situation is happening when it comes to ebay and all of these other reseller platforms each one is has a very specific market so over time it'll be interesting to see what happens and that's one of the reasons why i've tried to constantly diversify the platforms that i use 
simply because being completely reliant on one platform is could be detrimental long term. And I did create a video on YouTube in regards to making sure that you have a second stream of income, whether you are a reseller and you also have rental property or you work at a day job, such as being an accountant, maybe you can also do consulting or you can do extra tax services on the side, or maybe you are a teacher and you teach English as a second language, maybe you can do tutoring online. There are other ways that you can make money. Um, just, I don't believe in relying on just one source of income simply because there are just so many factors that can happen, whether it's the economy, whether it's your job, whether it's you being at the mercy of the company that you work for or if you are even a government worker, like what's happening now where the government is shut down and you're at the mercy of what's going on in the government. So if you have diversified uh, streams of income, then it won't be as difficult to deal with times where there's a lot of uncertainty. So I, that's why I believe in reselling, even though I do have a day job. So that was just a really long I went on a really long tangent, but let's go back to my topic of selling. And um, so, yeah, those are the two things that I sold. And I was glad to hit that 300 sales on Poshmark Mark. And hopefully by December of this year, I'll have double my sales. I'm trying to at least get to 600 sales on Poshmark. I'm still going to continue with my strategy, which is selling on eBay. Well, first I'm going to post everything that I have on eBay and then I cross post it to Poshmark, Mercari, or Depop if they are relevant. Mostly I'm going to try to diversify from fashion maybe into more hard goods since fashion continues to be more saturated. Um, I have to work on that strategy because either you have quantity in smaller numbers and you sell quantity on multiple platforms or you increase your ASP, your average sale price, which that is my goal this year. We will see what happens. But by doing this podcast, this holds me accountable to be aware of what I'm doing and reflect on what I'm doing every single week. My goals for 2019 in terms of selling is to have 200 active listings at all time. The hardest thing that I had, the hardest thing that I had to deal with in 2018 was the closer that I got to 200 active listings, the more I sold, which is a good problem to have because the more I posted, the more I sold. And that is a consistent thing. The more you feed the machines, whether it's eBay, Poshmark, Mercari, or Depop, the real, real, Vinted, any platform that you use, the more you post, the higher the probability is that you are going to sell something. So I think right now I'm only at 135 listings on Poshmark and 92 listings on my main account on eBay. And so there are also different things that I sell on Poshmark that I also don't sell on eBay because I don't feel like it's worth 
using that one listing one quote unquote free listing on ebay and those are just small lightweight things whether it's a tiny makeup bag or some jewelry i don't post jewelry on my ebay because i feel like it is a waste of a free listing and i much rather put something that's a higher priced item on there so for my goals is to make sure i have 200 listings at all time we'll see what happens i'm going to have to try to find the time between um doing everything that i'm trying to do so in terms of 2019 there's a lot of self growth that i want to do i want to focus on being more creative whether it be learning how to do graphic design being a bit better videographer photographer and editor um i didn't know about youtube until i took the plunge in october just because i really felt that there needed to be a little bit more diversity in terms of what i was trying to convey and i feel like youtube is really great because everyone has a story that they need to tell and visual depiction of their story is a really great way to engage with other people so that's why i took the plunge in october of 2018 and i'm still learning i didn't i'm self-taught and i'm still learning on how to use the platform how to use analytics and hopefully i can use it in the future in terms of adding it to my resume but just like all good things you have to start somewhere and then get better over time and with practice. So also in 2019, I'm still debating about whether or not I want to make the plunge into Amazon FBA. It does seem like a good thing, but at the same time, there's a lot that you have to take into account whether or not the market is going to change immediately as you're sending it in are you actually going to be losing money or should i do amazon um amazon merch by amazon um i don't know what i want to do yet but i do want to dip my foot into feeding the machine that is amazon because i feel like i'm don't really know how that works and once you figure out how Amazon works, then you can figure out how other platforms work too. So that is going to be another one of my ways that I'm going to sell in 2019. It's easy to say, hard to do. It's another platform that I, I would have to learn in my spare time but on top of doing all these other projects that I want to take in. But you know, if you want to take the leap in something, if you want to do something, you have to start immediately because you won't know whether or not you like something unless you try it so some of the challenges that i had while selling this week i didn't really get a chance to post as much as i wanted to simply because it was the holidays you're starting a new year you're still kind of on vacation mode you know my husband's still on my husband's a teacher so he's still on vacation and so you don't really have as much as I wanted to have the drive and the willingness to go ahead and start taking photos and listing more items. There were other things that I felt were more pressing, such as editing my video. Um, I really do enjoy editing video. I didn't think I would have a passion for it. But, you know, like people say, you don't know unless you try. So that's why I kind of, even though I'm, 
my I'm still building my YouTube channel. Currently, I only have 20 followers, but just like anything, you have to build an audience. And the only way you're going to build an audience is by putting out content. And by putting out co content, um, I'm just going to have to put in the time to edit the videos and tell the story. Um, and like I said, I just have to get better at that skill. And I truly appreciate all of those uh, editors that edit those huge movies or the major motion pictures because now that I understand the complexity of it it's it's amazing it really truly is an art so in addition to my saving and selling there is also part of that self-care portion I created a growth tree and one of it is self-care and part of the self-care is for me to lose weight Currently, I am the heaviest that I have ever been in my entire life. And, you know, and I put myself in that particular situation. And I always, I believe when I was 25, I started putting other people's needs before my own. And I wasn't really taking care of what I really need to take care of in terms of focusing on my health or sleeping well. I was always working a lot or trying to do all of these things that really didn't put my self-care above where it needed to be. So in 2019, I decided to do um, the healthy wage. Healthy wage is where you put in your bet to see how much you plan on losing weight so i bet i haven't done it yet but i'm going to do my way in tomorrow and start the app and get on that because i i need some sort of motivation aside from just losing weight and just saying it and then just going to the gym i need another way to hold myself accountable and i feel like doing healthy wage is going to be a good monetary incentive to not let myself slip and in addition to that I plan on doing some videos in terms of using the book that my boss gave me which is called fork over knives it is a vegan book and my brother gave me an instapot so I'm gonna try to learn this year how to be a better cook we'll see what happens in terms of that um you know you always got to try something new different recipes and what works for you but overall i feel like i'm gonna go and every week have a set amount of money towards food whether it's the hundred dollars that i want to spend on food and my goal is to really be aware of how much money i'm spending on food and anything else any extra money i have to put towards my debt because i just don't want to be like everyone else where they go years and years and it's still paying off debt like I just it weighs on you over time and I have some goals for five years from now and ten years from now and I really need to make the changes this year so that I can accomplish those so maybe down the line I will share those goals and plans with you but first I need to have those found the foundation that I need to grow so that I can move towards those other higher level goals and that's pretty much it so 
um my hopefully next week i'll be able to share some of my information and have um my husband come in here to get one minute thoughts on what he thinks about my goals on saving and selling and so yes so until next week i will hope that you have a really great week and that you find different ways to save and sell one day at a time.